I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. I am Brian Hanks. And see, I like when I get men of a certain generation. Repeat, it doesn't have to be just men, but, but sports fans of a certain generation. You and I are about the same age. How about that? That was Brent Musburger saying my name. How cool is that, dude? I say, that's big, ain't it? That's big. I tell him somebody must know somebody. <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> you, dude. I love it, man. I absolutely love it. But uh, listen, uh, this is hour two. Today is Monday, November the 27th in the year of the Lord 2023. This is hour two of episode 976 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, you missed a fun first hour. We had Mark Panicelli on from 252 ESPN. We talked a lot of ECU football, uh, a lot of college football, ACC football, uh, as he uh, joined us there. But uh, here in our second hour, one of our favorite guests, and I say that all the time, one of our absolute favorite guests joining us here on the show right now. He's a head coach of those Kenson High School girls basketball Vikings. It's Christopher Bradshaw. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, Brian. I'm good. I'm blessed to be able to be here one more time. It's my honor to be able to come on your show and just – just, just talk. Well, I gave you the easy way out, too. I was like, Coach, if you want to do it over the phone, we can do it. I said this in my monologue in the first hour. I was like, listen, I gave you the opportunity if you want to do it on the phone. 98% of people, they're, they're like, you know, what? would you want to look at that? Feel, feel bad for Linda. Do you want to see this face first thing in the morning, you know? But you said, hey, I'll come in. So, man, that's awesome. I appreciate you uh, making the trek over here to Whitehall Drive, Coach. No problem. I mean, it's my, it's my pleasure to be able to do that. Um, I'm up early basketball season so you know my mind is racing all the time just trying to figure out different schemes and different things that i got to do to core to kind of get ready for the season well we have got a lot we're going to talk a lot of uh, east central 2a we're going to talk a lot of kenson vikings we're going to uh just like i said just talk a little bit about everything uh here with uh, coach bradshaw uh and let's go ahead and let's jump right into it uh i gotta ask you we had you on the show i guess what uh, 11, 12 days ago as you had your jamboree that came in town. How was it? I mean, and I'm sorry we didn't get a chance. I can't remember what happened. Uh, we ended up having to take Linda up to Garner or something to go see the grandbaby or something, so we weren't able to come by. But I saw the pictures. Looked like it was a pretty spectacular event again. Well, it was. For, for the 14th time or whatever it yeah. was. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it was. I think that everybody that came out, we had a huge crowd to come out. Um, I thought all three venues were packed all throughout the course of all day long. Yeah. Um, all the teams enjoyed themselves. Uh, they was in and out, but they played good basketball. We had some great basketball going on all yeah. three venues. How many teams – and just tell me how this thing is built up. And I do apologize when I talked to you however many days ago that I was like, oh, this is the third or fourth one, right, Coach? And you're like, uh, no, no. But uh, how have you built this thing up to become the event that it is every year? Well, really just start off just saying that, you know, talking to the coaches and saying that we're going to bring a few teams down and – um you know, just to kind of scrimmage with each other and just kind of enjoy each other and kind of learn what our team, our upcoming team, looked like during the course of a year. And it just start getting bigger and bigger. I mean, teams start talking to other teams, and they said, you know, you might want to come to Kenson. They put on a quality event, um, and it just start getting bigger. I mean, it went from uh, seven to eight teams to ten teams to 12 teams to 18 teams. So now it's probably – this this pass was probably one of the biggest ones we had, but – Every coach that I talked to said they had it. They enjoyed it. They had a great time, and it put them down for next year because they're ready to do it again. That is awesome. Uh, again, that's Christopher Bradshaw uh, on the Brian Hanks show this morning. Uh, I'm going to ask you of all the teams that came in. Uh, I mean, obviously, you're impressed with your team, but who were two or three of the teams that you had a chance to see that you're like, man, it's going to be a pretty doggone good girls basketball team this year? Yeah, definitely Terry Sanford out of okay. Fayetteville. Um, they we actually play them during the course of the day. I mean, I thought our girls played well against them. Um, but Terry Sanford, they had probably three girls that was over 6'3". Had, wow. had good guard play. I thought they was really impressive on the things that they did during the course of the game. Uh, North Pitt, North Pitt came. You know, they have two five-star girls with um, Jones and, and Speller. And they played well. You know, they played well. As individuals, um, I think they still got a lot to do as far as just team um, camaraderie, but I think they did pretty good. Um, shoot, you had teams from uh, February 71st. Um, they was pretty good also. Uh, Terry Sanford, like I said, Pine Forest was pretty good. Size, 
Middle Creek, they had size. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times it's down this part, you don't have six three, six four girls, definitely not on a two-way level. Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely had a lot of quality teams that, that, that put quite a quality product on the court. Well, this is one of the things I try to remind people, too, and I don't know why it was this weekend. When I had some guys over yesterday, we were, and this came up, was talking about the size of Kinston High School. What folks need to remember, too, and I know you know this, Coach Bradshaw, but we're not a 2A school. Kinston is a 1A school. We have 1A population in our school, and, and I don't mind us playing at a 2A level, but I, I, I just I feel the need sometimes, Coach Bradshaw, just to tell people that, hey, yeah, we're we play at a two A level, but this school has five hundred kids in it. You know, we should be playing one A schedule and playing the. You know, of course we expect you know excellence and all that, even though we're playing down or the, even though we're playing up. But sometimes I feel the need that I need to remind people about that, Coach. Oh, no question. I mean, our school is probably like I said, the population wise, it's on a on a one A level. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, our athletics <clears throat> has always been big basketball. Football, girls basketball, this has been to the point now where we compete against 3A, 4A, you know, definitely 2A teams. So um, we rather play the big teams. Yeah. We rather play against a tough competition. Oh, you'd I'm be not, in the John Wall every year if you nah, could. No question. Coach. And yeah. not not saying that the 1A don't have the competition, but we always, you know, kind of built our reputation on just playing the tough teams. And a lot of tough teams come from the um, higher 2A, the higher 3A, the higher 4A teams. Back to uh, that, and I know I promise we're going to talk about this year's team. We've got a little bit of time, so uh, we'll, we'll build up to it. But uh, the, the girl from uh, North Pitt, did she, who did she end up? She ended up signing with State, I yes, think? Yes, NC State. How'd she look? Jones is good. You know, yeah. she, she can score at all levels. Um, definitely great mind. You know, she got a really high IQ of the game. She played with energy, a lot of energy. Sometimes she played with a little too much energy. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've seen her get a technical or two yes, through the years. Yes, yeah. So, you know, I always say, you know, and I talked to her um, during the course of that Saturday and so you know, you got to stay humble. Yeah. You know, because what you do on the high school level, when you get on the high school, when you get on the college level, it's totally different because everybody the Joneses, everybody a lot taller than you are can do the same thing you do. So you definitely need to humble yourself. The thing about her that is just, and I've not seen her uh, this year. Obviously, I didn't. I was going to try to make that because I wanted to see your girls, of course, but I also wanted to get a chance to see her. But was that? Uh, please tell me, has someone bought her some croquis for her glasses, or is she had LASIK, or is she wearing goggles now? Because no, it drove me crazy watching her over the past couple of years, and she'd run up to court and like what, averaging forty points a game, but her glasses fell off her head probably five or six times a game. Still the same. She's is still, it still still the same? She's still wearing the same glasses. You know they fall off every now and then, but I think that she just keep playing and you know pick the glasses up as the game goes on and keep it going. How much of that do you think? And I I can't think of a, a guy's comparison to that, Coach Bradshaw, but that maybe it's built in her head. That I've got to keep wearing these because I've been so successful wearing these. But surely when she gets to Raleigh, they're going to tell. I mean, when she gets to you know to NC State, that they're going to tell her, hey. We need to put, you know, you're, you've got a, and not that she doesn't have a vision plan now or whatever, but it may be in your head that you can't play successfully without that, but we're going to put goggles on you. We're going to get some contacts in your eyeballs or something. Surely they're going to do that when oh, she gets sure, to Raleigh, right? I'm sure. Probably NIL deal that's going to come. You know? <laughs> I so love it. I love it. Different type of goggles, different type of frames. So I'm sure, and I'm, I'm sure that she probably can change that, but just like you said, she probably got in her mind that, yep. you know, it's bringing me good luck so I can continue on wearing it. I remember talking to somebody from Greenville uh, during the Holiday Invitational last year because she played in it last year, and somebody said that was her thing, and I was like, because, I mean, I wasn't trying to be judgmental or anything, but I was like, well, you know, can she afford glasses? Does she need? They're like, oh, yeah, there's no problem with that. It's just her mindset that she needs to wear those glasses to keep being as successful as she's been. But like I said, I hope somebody soon is going to – because what's, what's going to end up happening, and I don't need to tell you this, Coach – She's going to go for left. Somebody's going to knock them off her head, and somebody's going to step on them by accident. And then, does she have a backup pair yeah. in her bag? Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Anyway. I definitely think it'll change when she go to NC State. Um, like you know, I think she think her glasses is like a rabbit foot. <laughs> there so you I go. Think that's what it is. That is crazy to me. That is crazy mm-hmm. to me. Uh, all uh, I was about to say on the line. He's not on the line. He's live with me right here, sitting across from me in our plush, well lit, well protected studio here on uh, Whitehall Drive. It's Christopher Bradshaw. He's a head basketball coach of uh, the Kinston 
Vikings girls, and uh, well, let's uh, jump into them. You've already played one game this year. What have you found out about your team so far? I mean, and I know all you've had is preseason. You've had the jamboree. You've played one game here in the, in the regular season, but what, what do you know about your girls this year so far, Coach? Um, first of all, I think that my girls are – we got somewhat of a veteran but young group. Um, what I mean by that is that a lot of my girls, maybe three of my girls have played a lot of basketball, but the rest, nine, ten girls haven't. So they have to go through that gelling process. Um, just playing our first game, which I knew, like a D.H. Conley and teams that I scheduled during the course of the year before the conference start, like Jacksonville that's yeah. coming up and Jade Rose is coming up, it's going to give us a test to kind of see exactly what's going, um, what we're going to do, what the players is going to do, and how we're going to make adjustments during the course of a game. Um, what they showed me during the first game is that they still got a little young in them, but they got a lot of upside, you know, just kind of putting different conversations together to kind of just know that uh, they can play the game. Now, we have a game tomorrow night, and I think this team is going to play well. Um, well, in Snow Hill tomorrow, you yes, take on yes. uh, Green Central in uh, that game. Uh, well, I tell you what, I, I, I was trying to figure out which direction we'd go. Would we talk more East Central 2A? Because I have had uh, – uh, Howard on, and I had the new uh, coach over South North too, and uh, they both of them, uh, as always, you know how how you and Howard are right, anyway. Right, I mean, right. uh, he did have to get. I don't know if you heard. Did you hear his appearance? I didn't. You need it was. A, you know how you two like to poke at each other a little right, bit, right. good naturedly. Yeah, right, he no loves question. you to yeah, death, admires definitely. you. I know you feel the same way about him, yeah, but definitely. he did have to get in there that you know uh, about you know taking care of business with uh, Kenson last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it is what it is. But wait, let's start with the conference. Then, how, how do you see uh, the East Central Two A shaking out this year, Coach? I think it, I think we got some good quality teams in the Two A this year. In um, our conference, definitely. Um, I think that uh, if, if you play well, you win games. If you don't and you struggle, you have to fight to the end. Um, I think that we have some quality teams as far as like Southwest Oslo. Um, I think East Duplin going to be a lot better this year. Okay. Um, always North Illinois is always in the in, in the mix because they have. You know, the two Lynch sisters, and I think they do a great job in, in, in kind of playing against each other. Has there um, been a Lynch at North and North for like the last 15 years? It sort of feels like it, doesn't it? Definitely do. Definitely do. <laughs> you know, they always have one on the roster. Um, South of North always plays tough. You know, they always battle to the end. Uh, but I think that when it comes down to what we have, is that we're going to be a tough out this year. I think I got a lot of quality great young ladies that's ready to play this year that probably didn't play as well as they should have last year. So they have something to prove going into this year. Southwest Onslow was uh, the class of the league last year, kind of like the way you dominated uh, every league you were in for, what, nine or ten years there. Southwest was pretty tough last year. They had a couple of very good players that played for them, too. I know one of them are gone, but how much much of a drop-off do you see with uh, the Stallions? I see a big drop off. Okay. The girl that went to Wingate, I think that she pretty much averaged over 25 points a game, 10 rebounds a game. She did a lot for him. Mm-hmm. And she played the point guard. With him now not having that point guard and having to move, I think his daughter over the point guard, which she played pretty much on the post last year, is going to pretty much hurt them as far as what they can do as far as transition. Mm hmm. Well, where do you see – well, let's ask you where you see your Vikings fitting in here then. Uh, and, again, that voice, let me reset here. Uh, it's Christopher Bradshaw, head girls basketball coach over at Kenson High School, fourth-place finish in the uh, East Central 2A last year, 6-6 six and six in the league. Uh, again, uh, Southwest Onslow, as good as they were, North North, South North, and Kenston, 2-3-4 uh, and four last year. Where do, you see, uh, where do you see your Vikings fitting into uh, the conference this year, Coach? You know, I'm always – and, uh, you know, I like to be an overachiever. So yeah. I'm saying to myself that we we should finish in the top two okay. this year. Okay. Um, but the girls got to continue on working hard and believing themselves and playing together. Um, I think that I have a young – I got some young girls that – good basketball players that fits well in with my um, juniors and seniors. And I think it's a special group. One of the big things that are – this is uh, the penultimate year of the next to last year with uh, the East Central 2A. I mean, next year is supposed to be the – you know, will be the last year before realignment. 
I've talked to other coaches and other sports. I just want to get your view from the girls' basketball side of it. There's a talk that potentially uh, the three Lenore County schools could end up maybe back in the Eastern Plains 2A. That uh, Obviously, there could be another four-year run in the East Central 2A. I'm putting you in charge here, Coach Bradshaw. You, uh, you're you in charge of the NCHSAA and doing realignment. Where would you like to see Kenston, North, North, South? Or would you like to see all three of them stay together in the same league? Would you uh, like to see them stay together in the same league in the Eastern Plains or in the East Central or maybe even in a different conference? Well, I would like to see all three stay the same because it's it's just great rivals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, you know, North Lenore, I think North Lenore have more students than – Kenston High and South Lenore, and that probably going to play a big picture in maybe sending them up to, I think they said, like a 3A, a 3AA, a 4A, and then moving us up to 3A. But I think that we need to continue on playing each other because, like I said, it's a rivalry game, Um, all three of us in Lenore County. It's so important for Lenore County um, to be able to play each other, not for just the players, but also the fans. Um, I would, if it was me, I would stay in the same conference um, and then maybe find three or four more that's closer because they always talk about geographical travel mm-hmm. and they, you know, it's, they don't want teams to travel outside this area, travel so far. But if they, if they do what they th- I think they're going to do, you might have an, you know, a team like Kenston going way to the beach to play. Wow. And that's different. Well, I know uh, one of the things that I've heard over the last few weeks or so is that Ken, Kenston potentially being in a uh, 1A league, you know, which is we flirted around a little bit with that in the last realignment. And that's the one that scares me a little bit, Coach, is that, you know, can you imagine your Viking girls on a Tuesday night, you're having to travel down to, I don't know, to Camp Lejeune, you know. I mean, that's a pretty good trip, and you got class the next day kind of thing. I mean, that that, that bothers me, and I'm with you. In my world, I'd like to see – I wouldn't mind seeing us stay in the East Central 2A. I know on the football side, there that's not a very popular thought, but I think pretty much in every other sport we do pretty good. I mean, girls basketball is a good example of that. Oh, no question. I think that the biggest thing with that, though, when you go down to a 1A school and play in 1A, it takes away the, like the girls' JV program. Mm-hmm. You don't have – a lot of 1A schools don't have JV teams. Yep, you're right. So now you have to – you know, bring girls in that you might would say that have the potential to be good basketball players over a four years period. You have to bring them in and say, "Well, I can't keep you this year because of the fact that we don't have a JV team That'd that we have to play." So I think you're really kind of taking away from the kids. Um, so you kind of gotta. I understand what they're trying to do, but I also understand that you know, it's, at the end of the day, it's all about kids. It's all about the kids. Absolutely. Got to pay a bill here real quick, Coach. I want to thank our good friends over at uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare. Uh, They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show, nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston. UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs. Or call them at 252-522-7000. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's jump right back to our uh, big interview. We are sitting here. In the plush, well-lit, well-protected studio with the head coach of the Kenton High School girls basketball team, Christopher Bradshaw. And uh, let's uh, look at this team. Uh, tell us about uh, – that's uh, the advantage of having you in here. We can uh, break down this team. You said you've got a good mix of experience, yet young and talented players. Tell us about some of them, Coach. I'll tell you, first of all, I'm going to start with my seniors. I've um, got a young lady, Kiana Kelly. She's been pretty much a four-year starter for mm-hmm. me. Very experienced, very ball-savvy. Um, love the game, but definitely have opportunity to play on the next level. Um, she's one of the leaders on the team. She's my point guard, and, and she plays a lot of minutes for me. Um, then I have Sanaa White-Wooten, number 10. She's a four-year She's year, been she, around for yeah, a while. She's yeah. a four-year starter. Yep. Um, very talented young lady that can score on all levels of the, of the court. Um, very coachable. Uh, love the game also. 
Uh, they don't have Redaya Barnes, another starter. That'll probably be a starter this year. She's been a three-year starter for me. A very energetic type of kid. Um, love to defend the basketball, and that's what you always need. Um, another senior, Carmen Davis, that came from from South Central. Uh, real big body, strong young lady that can um, hit the boards and, and battle down low fours. And that's pretty much all the seniors that I have, you know, that's, that's going to produce a lot this year. And I go to, you know, Willow Gardner. She's a 10th grader, but very long, talented kid. That's her better days is to come. You know, I've, I, I can see her as a senior being a real good-sized basketball player that cannot possibly play, you know, at the, at, at the next level. I um, mean, she, the biggest attribute about her, she got a, she's number one in her 10th grade class. So, academically. Yes, yes, wow. academically. So she goes, she goes and get her. Um, Kayla Dunk. That's coming along real well for us. That's going to be produced a lot of uh, minutes this season. Then I get to the freshmen. You know, I have um, Nashayla Mason, probably one of the better shooters that have played, that I've coached, had opportunity coaching just as a ninth grader. I can see the potential of her being a real good basketball player. By the time she's a senior, she's probably going to be one of the big-time scores that's, that's ever came through Kinston. Wow. Um, then I have America Lloyd, 5'10", can play the one through the four. Very talented, long, uh, energetic. At 5'10". Yes. Wow. Can play the one through the four that can, that loves the game. I'm very excited about just seeing how far she can go. When she's a senior, she's going to be a highly recruited type of kid. Uh, and I have a few other freshmen that comes up that I'm probably going to play on the JV team just to kind of give them a lot of court court time. Mm-hmm. Um, but those, those core is going to be good for Kenston this year. One of the things I've always been impressed with, uh, and again, that voice list is Christopher Bradshaw this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show, is, you know, I think a lot of times we take for granted when we use the term student-athlete. But you have proven in your entire time here, and I'm thinking about, I mean, just uh, off the top of my head, uh, the Rivers girls, you know, who were both just not just great athletes for you, but were also great students too, and and I you can even name more for me here, but you really do. That's one of the things that you stress and that I appreciate about you, Coach Bradshaw, is that you really do. I mean, they are students before they're athletes when they play for the Kinston girls basketball team, aren't they? No question. I mean, that's something that I lay my hat on um, because I know regardless of how good of a basketball player that you are, you have to be recruitable. Yeah. And you have to do what you got to do in the classroom and not to the point where, you know, you might have to have a 2.5 to get in college. That's just the minimum. That's the minimum. I want yeah. you to be able to go to school and have over a three point three or three point four grade point average, so you can obtain the academic money. You know, so you don't have to ask your mom, or ask, ask your dad. Yeah. You know, I need this. You know, free money is always good money. I always say, mm-hmm. um, the the college academic money is big now. When I was in school, you know, I didn't know nothing about that. No. But these girls here, I think that. From the last year team to this year team, if you look at the average, these kids got at least over a 3.5 grade point average or better. So they understand what we're trying to do. you know. And, and every day before practice is over, the last thing they hear from me is do what you got to do academically. Wow. You know, Don't put yourself in a situation where you cannot play the game that you love um, and understand that it's not all about basketball. It's about what you're going to do in the classroom and how you're going to make the people around you proud. I love that. I mean, and again – that is some that has been your trademark. I mean, it really has. And I'm not denigrating any other coaches in any sport or opposing coaches or stuff like that. But I really, honestly, outside of well, I'm not going to mention names or anything. I just I don't know of another coach that does it the way that you do. And and the results show themselves not just on the court, but they show themselves in the classroom too. Yeah, definitely, definitely do. Um, I work well with the you know first it started with administration. Mm-hmm. You know, Miss Kellen Bryant. The best. She's, she's big. Yep. Yep. You know, she's big on the things that she do. She loves the kids. Um, she's given me so much support since she's been there. Um, every one of the teachers, I can go in the classroom. I got a key. Where I can go in the classroom while they're teaching and sit in the classroom with the kids. How often do you do that? Um, I like to be visible all the time. Yeah. You know, when kids know you're visible, yeah. they stay on track. Uh, <laughs> great, great AD. You yeah. know, uh, Coach Gieselman. You know, he's. He's one of a kind. Uh, he, that's a way to put it. Yeah, he's no, I'm picking. I'm picking. I, I think the world of Diesel, but yeah, yeah he's that's definitely a, one of a kind that yeah. 
that supports the girls' program and have done it. You yeah. know, and that's just coming from you know Coach Tendall when he was the AD. Yeah. You know, we've had so much support, not only, like I said, not only just for Kenston High School, but the central office. Yeah. You know, so it's been a blessing to to be able to see these people and they understand the vision that, as a coach, that you have. You know, that you love the game of basketball, mm-hmm. but you really love to see these girls graduate from college and have the opportunity to be able to call you back and say, Coach Bradshaw, I'm graduating from college today. Can you come see me? I'm there. It's not a girl that I've ever turned down, regardless of where they're at, that I always go to see them graduation. Because that's at the end of the day, that's the big picture. Absolutely. Uh, well, we'll wrap it up with this. I mean, one thing I appreciate, like I said, the academics is one of the things I appreciate, appreciate about you. But you do. You have a passion for your team. I mean, you, you have a passion for your girls. You have a passion for this program. And it has. You have turned it into it is a legitimate program now. You've got to be proud of that when – you and again, I that's the advantage I guess of right now of talking to you after having talked to Howard and the new coach at South Nor and other coaches in the area. And you have built that level of respect for this Kinston basketball program. It's got to put a smile on your face to know how well respected that this program is that you have developed here. Oh, it have it have you know uh, give God all the glory for that. Um, I think that God knew exactly the plan that I had, and He kind of just saying that you lead, you know, you do what you do. They always say that people around you if they see you lead they're gonna follow yeah. um it's been a great ride and and i still love it and as like i say you know my wife asked me that day how long are you can continue to do this and i told her as long as god continue on pushing me in the direction of helping people and mentoring the kids that's awesome i cannot let you go without one of my favorite student athletes i've ever covered uh and i've been doing this since 1992 and your son, ironically, is one of my favorites that I've ever covered in CJ. Uh, how's he doing? What What is he up to now? CJ is doing good. CJ was down here for Thanksgiving. Um, CJ always been a, a great young man. Yeah. You know, that respected everybody. If he could help anybody, he would do. Um, CJ, like I said, since he graduated from Old Dominion, he's now a criminal justice case manager where he managed uh, different uh, people in his office. Um, he's also doing a personal training thing where he trains kids still. He's still involved in kids, wow. trying to make them better and trying to give them the knowledge of what he learned throughout the course of his time. So yeah, he's doing good. CJ's what what agency does he work for now? CJ's working for the government of Mecklenburg County, the government government of Mecklenburg County. <clears throat> that's also that's where I went to college. Well, yep. You know, CPCC and UNC mm-hmm. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see him doing that. Listen, uh, Coach Bradshaw. Thank you so much uh, for coming in here this morning. Uh, congratulations on all the success. Can't wait to see you this week, sir. I appreciate it. And, again, it's my honor. You know me. I'm always here when you need me. You are the best. Uh, that is Christopher Bradshaw. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up today's uh, edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Today is Monday, November 27th in the year of the Lord 2023. I'm fat. I'm happy. It's uh, what's new. Uh, yeah, there you go. Hey, <laughs> wait a minute. As we were talking about before the show, if we were the A team, we determined math would be uh, math. <laughs> Massey would be the math guy. So I'd yeah. be, I'd be uh, what was how H.M. Murdoch? Yeah. No, he was the pilot. But he's he was also, also the, the smart one. Yeah. And obviously, I'd be the face. So would you be Mr. T or, or the woman who booked gigs for him? <laughs> He there could, was more than I want. <laughs> he could be Hannibal. He's got the hair. That yeah, could be Hannibal. George I'm the leader. Picard. Think about it. I'm the leader right. of the of the thing. I'll yeah. give you that. So uh, Molly, my puppy dog, he, she'd be Mr. T. Think about this. George Papard's career trajectory. He He's in Breakfast at Tiffany's, one of the greatest movies ever made in the 60s. Then he ends up on the freaking A-team. What in the I world? I like the A-team, though. I did when I was 12. Yeah. I thought it was a good. It was you a watch good it show. now, it's like, yeah, I can see why I like this when yeah, I was twelve. It is kind of dumb. And it just, did you ever notice nobody ever died on the eighteen? No one was ever shot. Yeah, there was thousands of rounds fired. No one was ever killed. Always, uh, they would build of- a machine to shoot somebody with a cabbage. <laughs> really, they would just build some contraption and be shooting taters at people. <laughs> taters. Yeah, and there would be <laughs> explosions and stuff, but nobody ever died. People would fly through the air in slow motion. Yeah, but no one ever died. What a great show, man! Did you ever watch the the new movie that came out with? Uh, I liked it. I liked it all right. Who was the female in that? The the oh, cop, uh, Jessica Biel. Go ahead. 
Yeah, that's yeah. 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 That's you, you can put that one on mine. Hold on a second, man. Hey, why? How come his girds are bigger than my girds? This is Jessica Biel's girl. Yeah, Jessica Biel, and she's quite lovely in that too. I mean, if she's good enough for Justin Timberlake, she's good enough for me. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Uh, hey, so uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. How was you say, dude? I appreciate you bringing me the uh, I, the I, turkey I, leg. I, you I, did yeah. good. I appreciate it. Yeah. Who brought the deviled eggs? I think that must have been Massey. I, I didn't. Why did they have a finger hole in each one of them? I think that must have been Massey. That must have been Massey. I didn't bring anything. I don't know who what? did it. I guess well, somebody egged your house. <laughs> yeah. okay. I always well, thought it was wrong to take deviled eggs to a church function. <laughs> Wait a minute. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I like it. How was your Halloween? <laughs> it was great. We handed out gravy. How was your Thanksgiving, uh, John Dawson? Good Lord. It was great. Had Got to see a lot of family that we don't see as often as we should. Um, and the family that we see too much, we just didn't let them in. And... Um, it was nice. Caught it with some some uh, family and some buddies. I saw my buddy John Hughes. Saw my buddy Prozac. John Hughes. He's the uh, music guy. That's right. He does uh, the music side on Music uh, Lounge. He yeah. hates you too. He does not hate you too. John Hughes does not hate you. Does he? I will yeah. let John speak for himself. Let's call him. You got his number? We're not gone. <laughs> not. not. Yeah, he's just just. How, why does he hate you too? I'm gonna you go to you go there and ask him, or I'll set up a phone call so he know he's not, you know, blindsided. Blindsided, and we'll you know. You knew this? Yeah, he's talked about it before. In front of me? Yeah. On this show? But to his credit, he does post U2 stuff in the lounge because he. Well, knows. he asked me when we were in Vegas. He asked me to post the uh, video so, stuff from there. So. so he he knows other people like them, so he posts it. Okay. Well. Feelings are still hurt though because I really like it. He didn't so. say he hated Brian Hanks. Oh, okay. Does he I'm sure he does, but he didn't <laughs> say he did. <laughs> yes, that's good. That was good. That was very good. Yeah. What about you over there, uh, Mizzle? Oh, of course. You know, went to Grandma's and you know, food was great there. It, I tell you what, the food was so good. I took some of the gravy home and just drew myself a bath. Ha! <laughs> wow, I love it. Oh, that's a vision. Then ate yourself out of it. Ate your way out of it. Yeah, I, I threw in some turkey and some stuffing, a couple of dinner rolls. Did you just see him like going into a coma and his beard in the in the gravy's <laughs> hardened overnight and his face is stuck to the floor? That's a visual. That is a visual. Yeah, see, I got that beat. I just turned the hot water back on, warms it back up. Oh my, that's not a bad idea. Two days later, you're finding giblets in your beard. That's great stuff. <laughs> it sounds like you're complaining about that, but I don't see the problem. No, yeah. no, I don't flavor saver. Okay, uh, how many family fights? If I set the over-under at <laughs> 2.5, Jonathan Massey, do I take the over or the under? At whose house? Each yeah, that's three? right, yeah. No, I'm saying all together on the whole weekend. Well, all of ours together? We no, 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 no. I'm just saying, yeah, you're finally done fight, John. I'm talking about Jonathan's family. You so you're talking a, about fights at his house? At his house. Uh, that's what I asked you I'm 15 minutes ago. I, I'm sorry, yes. <laughs> At your house, at the at the stops that you made, Jonathan Massey, uh, two point five. Take the over or under. Under. Okay. I don't know what that means. Just say how many fights there were. There were, honestly, there were none. Okay. You know, the, the people that know I don't like them, they keep their mouth shut. So. And everybody was full of gravy. They're too lethargic to fight at that point. Oh, I'm not. But, <laughs> but, that I mean, this is God's honest truth. So. When my granddad died, there was one specific family member who said something because I was going over the obituary, making changes to it, making sure everything was worded correctly. And they made a comment about something. And I turned around and I told them, I will abbreviate what I said, but I told them to shut blank, shut the blank up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I haven't had a problem out of them since. Man, woman. Indeterminate? Indeterminate. Well, considering they don't listen to the show, woman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, dude, that well, good. Well, we had a good taco uh, Thanksgiving up in uh, Hillsville, Virginia. So, Brian's favorite Thanksgiving food are ground, chicklets for dessert, ground beef, queso, and salsa. There you go, man. It was a it was a very uh, it was neat though, dude. We did karaoke with my family, and oh, that sounds uh, horrifying. Why is that horrifying? Dude, it is fun. My brother Daryl has a karaoke machine. and uh -huh. What he's saying is he's heard you do karaoke before. Granted, you were, let's call it, inebriated to yeah. a degree. 
to a degree. Four cases of pins oil later. <laughs> <laughs> well, and <laughs> so that <laughs> that's what he's basing his opinion off of. Yeah. I can't really fault him because I was kind of there. Uh, I was, what, three cases of pins oil. Yeah. Yeah, I was out in the parking lot avoiding the police blotter. <laughs> yeah. Did I punch a picture? Someone told me I punched a picture. You punched a wall, yeah. Oh, a wall. Okay, yeah. Someone told me I punched like a frame picture. Brother, I don't believe I'd have told that. I, I, you know what? You might either you hit the frame or you hit the wall and the frame or the picture fell off. But no, yeah, that's something when he's, like that he's, he looked in the mirror and scared himself. That's what you're talking ah! about. <laughs> no. Feel good about yourself. I, you just don't know how much. It, it happens from time to time. <sighs> what that he feels watched, good about? We himself. watched the uh, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, I got the uh, d- I borrowed the DVDs from someone and copied them years ago. Since now it's, a, it's an Olympic effort to try to find them on television. Good stuff. That yeah. is good. Well, Christmas now. Now we've got all all eyes on Christmas. That's right. It's right around the corner. What are we now? Uh, today's the twenty seventh. So. Uh, Three plus twenty-five. We're uh, three weeks from today, right? Is that right? Sounds close enough. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. Or four weeks from today. Christmas yeah. is on the twenty-fifth this year. Yeah. Did y'all? <laughs> y'all know I'm getting married too at the end of December, right? That's the rumor. Yeah. I don't know. Unless she backs out. Could you blame her? We've actively tried to get her to do it. I know, yeah. John's the worst, though, man. <laughs> yeah, the, giving her the, uh, the, the, uh, the Amnesty, pamphlets. Am, the, Amnesty International uh, pamphlets, yeah. Well, I did take it a step further. I gave her a one-way ticket to anywhere. I just <laughs> said, you know what? You know, I don't have a lot of money. But, but I care I feel about like, you enough. But I feel like it's my duty to try to get you out of here. You said duty. Yes, I did. And I immediately <laughs> and that's regretted why. it. <laughs> there that's why she's leaving that's me. Why that's why she's got to go. Okay. Well, uh, very good. Well, let's uh, let's get into the birthday game here. Uh, Dawson, you you went into the Thanksgiving holiday in a perfect way. Yeah. As you had your 12th perfect game, you've now had three in the month of November. Or no, they were in October. So three within like the last five weeks. Yes. Yeah, back-to-back days. You've just, uh, you now lead, or it's tied eight days to eight. Dude, you are, uh, and what, there's only four days left here in the month. That's my Ginkgo Biloba uh, aftershave. I guess it is, dude. Uh, tell us about Goico Office Automation. Uh the week office automation is run by Jacques Passeleg, and uh, he sponsors this segment. Uh, and if you, you know, it's the holiday season and you're thinking about trying to buy a gift for someone, just give up because nobody's going to like your present. You're going to spend weeks and weeks trying to find the perfect gift what you need to do is go down to Jacques see if you can get a gift certificate to go eco no matter what your uh, loved one has going on Jacques can make it better get back to you Brian. I like it I, and I, I guarantee you Jacques would agree with that too what are you lo- why are you looking like that over there John as a massive I'm agreeing with him oh okay very good very good well uh, if we want to call Jacques <laughs> he just had an odd expression on his face that's all uh, have you seen staring him? at me yeah I know you're right you're right uh <laughs> Who's the best looking one of the three of us? It's, it's probably Jonathan, right? Right? <laughs> well, I'll be honest. Unnecessary show interruption number three. Oh, if we want to call Jacques, how do we do it? Dial 252. 252. 286. 286. 53. 53. 53. 54. 54. 54. Or you can visit his website. It's at goeconc.com. What is goeco.com or America's Hot 100.com? <laughs> what about Bucklesbury.com? Same thing. There you go. Okay. He's the guitarist and co-founder of this band. Simple Minds. Who is it? Jim Kerr is the only name I know, and he's the singer. I don't know the guitar player's name. You turn me on. <laughs> you turn me on. To the faces world. It's a shine on. I don't know the guitar player's name. Hey, I could have played Don't You Forget About Me, which is what uh, everybody would play. I, I played. Uh, I gave you points. Thank you. Thank you. This is uh, Alive and Kicking. Uh, no, Alive and Kicking. When we were in the tobacco field, there was a radio attached to the tractor, and it was they usually had it on a top 40 station. 
and this was in the top 40 that summer. And every time somebody would have a gastrointestinal issue, we would start singing "Alive and Kicking" because <laughs> it would just get it would get down down to those tobacco leaves and just would not leave. You would follow you for like 20 minutes. That is awesome. I, simple Minds. I know Love I've never minds. asked you about Simple Minds. I've got a Simple Minds CD or two in my on my shelf. Love this song, man. Uh, and of course, he was married. The singer was married to Chrissy Hine for a while for the Pretenders. Really? <laughs> she was also married that. to Ray Davies from the Kinks. Very cool. But uh, well, this is Charlie Burchill. Okay. He's the uh, guitarist and was a co-founder of uh, Simple Minds too. This is. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I did. I missed time my oh. Uh, Charlie Birch over there, perfect boy. Sixty-six. Uh, you say sixty-six. Jonathan Massey. Do you know who Simple Minds is? Really? You probably know. Really? Don't you forget about I me? I know you know from the Breakfast Club. Can I play a couple notes? I know. I know that song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, they, it's Simple Minds. Sixty-seven. And what did you say? Sixty-six. Sixty-six. Okay. Uh, he was born November twenty-seventh, nineteen fifty-nine. So sixty-four years old. So you keep your a little. They had hits with "Sanctify Yourself." Yeah. She's a river. See, I know more than one song by these guys. I do too, and well, I know when, "Sanctify." When you said "Simple Minds," I just assumed you were talking about us. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Oh, I love it kicking. You're ruining it, Brian. You're right, I am. Okay, uh, stay until you love me. Okay. Not enough time in the world. <laughs> there you Just go. Leaving. Uh, <laughs> you're pulling to John and leaving. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, it goes to you, Jonathan Massey. You're going to guess who this is immediately. So hold off. Let's see if he knows. All right. She was married to Mike Tyson. Mm. <laughs> is pretty much hated for being perceived as a gold digger. I went down a rabbit hole right reading about her. She's just, she wasn't a very good person. She, it, it's not necessarily true. The only thing is, I guess that uh, uh, Tyson did go on uh, Oprah and admitted to punching her and said it was the, be it was the best punch he ever landed. <laughs> I know, I don't know. I, I want to laugh wow. at it, but I don't know if... Uh, well, if we it is funny that he would... I'm not, not yeah. funny that he did it. It's yeah, funny yeah, yeah. that he would admit to it. So, anyway... <laughs> uh, the most famous television show that's ever existed. Yeah, there you go. So, do you know who we're talking about, Jonathan? Go ahead, tell him. Robin Givens. Robin Givens, who was on... She uh, was on Head of the Class. That was it. The TV show Head of the Class, and yeah. then... And she was all right. I mean, she was, she was you know, I don't she know. She was girl worthy. Eh, maybe for a couple of weeks. You just you just got that clouded because of the way she. I'm physically yeah. she was girl worthy. Yeah, okay, well, let's save the girls though. Okay, let's give her a girl. <laughs> How come you do it when he does it, and when I ask you to, I've got to run it through him first. Because you throw them out willy-nilly. You throw it out for Harvey Corman if I let you. <laughs> Good Lord. Robin yeah. Givens. Dude, you don't even know who Robin Givens is, but she was married to uh, Mike Tyson for a minute. She was on a 80s sitcom. Yes. So uh, there you go. She allegedly dated Howard Stern. Really? Briefly, allegedly. Oh, my gosh. I did not know. I did not come across that. Yeah. 61. You say 61? What do you say, John Dawson? 60. Dude, you've got perfection continuing. She was born November 27th, 1964, so she's 59 today. So congratulations, John Dawson. I don't feel bad about that. Okay, you probably shouldn't. You're up two to nothing. Now, here's one that uh, I think that Jonathan might get before you, but he was Urkel on Family Matters. It's... I know who it is. But do you know his name? He's got three names. No. Jaleel White. That's right. <laughs> How do you go from, he's got three names, Jaleel White. Yes, you're okay, right. It's Jaleel, right. You got it right. It's Jaleel White. Jaleel White. Yeah, <laughs> Jaleel White. I like it. No, Jaleel White. Evidently, he had some issues, too. Did you ever see the, uh, uh, oh, my gosh, what, Key and Peele? Did you ever see their their rendition yeah. of, uh, oh, it's, we can't play it on here, obviously, right. but just go watch it. I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah. dark. 
about how uh, he was only supposed to be on one episode. Mm-hmm. One of those guys that we've talked about, like Walter Gog- Walton Goggins on uh, Justified, Justified mm-hmm. and other characters that come in. And he just killed it. Like Janitor on Scrubs. Yeah. And yeah. just he was so good or whatever. The audience loved him. They made him a central part. And then he became the star of it. But the key and peel part, evidently, he's like the Antichrist, the Antichrist or mm-hmm. whatever. And Sounds right. <laughs> it's real. I mean, it's dark. It goes. It gets really dark. And uh, if you're over 18, I suggest you watch it. If you're under 18, don't watch it because it's it's very dark. You've seen it, right? Yeah. Jaleel White, uh, John, you're up two to nothing. You've got another perfect game brewing here. Can you uh, take it to the? Uh, can you take it to the uh, limit? Oh yeah. One more time. What um, is this? Robin Givens. I'll oh. say. Yeah. Okay. So I was wrong. He. Forty-seven. John Dawson, she was or he was born November twenty-seventh, nineteen seventy-six. He is indeed forty-seven years old. And Jonathan Massey, get it cranked up over there. How about that? Pre-Thanksgiving, post-Thanksgiving, you get got your a cranberry game sauce point. ready, everybody. Dude, you're up three to nothing, and we got a musical hint here of a musician. I'm. This is where it all ends. I don't think so. I think you're going to. Uh... He's playing a musician. That's late. That means they're dead. It is a dead person. You can't get anything you want. Jimi Hendrix. Indeed it is Jimi Hendrix, the number one guitarist of all time, according to uh, Rolling Stone magazine. Pretty good, though, right? He's it's a lefty, pretty, right? Yeah. Yeah. But played a right-handed guitar upside, upside down. down. That, that's hard, that's, right? That's the way he learned. So. Wow. Okay, well, this is Purple Haze. A song ruined by East Carolina. <laughs> Don't do that. Wow. We've got a lot of East Carolina fans that listen to this show. We got a lot of Tar, Tar Heel fan, more Tar Heel fans that listen. Ah, you hey, know what? That would yeah. be. I, th- I think it would be pretty close. I well, you shouldn't alienate either. I think I think ECU football fans can agree. This season has not made this song. Pop. Well, thank goodness the season is over. It ended this past Saturday with that game against Tulane. So, or I mean Tulsa, Tulsa. Either so, way. Yeah, there you go. Okay, uh, over there, Jonathan Massey to break up the perfect game. Jimi Hendrix, he died in 1970. So he died 53 years ago. While y'all are doing your math, I'm going to crank this up a little bit. He, you said 1970? He died in 1970. Jimi Hendrix, while he's 80. You say 80? What do you say, John Dawson? Um. Jimi Hendrix, he's very good, right? Yes. I knew he was born in 42. He was born in 1942, indeed, November the 27th. Oh, my God. When did he? Oh, here we go. Wait, month did he die in 1970? I don't know. I can look it up real quick. Here, I will let that play in the background while I look it up. Google when... Jimmy Hendrick. September 18th, 1970. So he had turned. He was 28 on his back. He would be 20. So he was 27. Yeah. Yeah. I did it backwards. Am I doing it right with my fingers now? If you're one of Jerry's kids, yeah. That was pretty good. Okay. Uh, John Dawson, here you go again on the precipice of a perfect game. You're up four to nothing, and it comes out of another dead person. Martial arts expert Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Now, he died in 1970. He died 50 years ago. How old would Bruce Lee be today, John Dawson? Be water, my friend. That was one of his mantras. Did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah. With the, fiction, with the fictional made-up thing? Oh, yeah. But it was still funny, though. I just don't understand the point of doing it. Hold right? on. So there is a point to it. So when he first started uh, acting, he had zero respect for stunt, like stunt doubles. And would Are we talking actively, about the same thing? 
you're talking about in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he and a stunt double get in a fight. Yeah, no, I'm talking about where it shows, uh, didn't there something about Ali beating him up or something? No. Okay. Anyway. No, so the reason that they had to stunt double Cliff Booth, who Brad Pitt played in that movie, beat him in a fight was because there's a real story about Bruce Lee, like, in scenes, actively, instead of, like, pulling punches and just making it look like it, he would actually hit the stunt doubles mm-hmm. because he had no respect for them. He thought they were just gimmick people. Oh. So there was a real stunt guy in Hollywood that was there before Bruce Lee and they brought him in to teach Bruce Lee a lesson and he started hitting Bruce Lee with stiff shots and Bruce Lee then gained an appreciation for the stunt doubles I did not I I did not know that that. so everybody has this and to a point he was a really good guy but everybody has this misconception that he was just a good guy turns out he was a bit of a peel Uh, when he first started it was a John Dawsonism that is a very John Dawsonism well John Dawson this is for the perfect game, my friend. How old would Bruce Lee be if he were still alive today? Uh, 83. How about that? Woo! He was born on this day. You all right over there? Yeah. He was born on this day, November 27th, 1940. He I, could be, I knew he was either in the 27 or the 33 club, so I guess 33. I don't even know how you got it. I'm just I'm proud of you, dude. He would be 83. You have won another perfect game. It's your 13th perfect game. The second time now you've gone back to back. But when I have time off, my brain works. Yeah. Wow. You now lead nine days to eight. I just I'm, I'm for clips. The John Dawson show featuring Brian Hanks and Jonathan Massey. I'm very impressed. Uh <laughs> Your 13th perfect game. Hey, local birthday here today. Michael Fulcher, a former coach over at Mount Calvary. I covered him uh, back in the early to mid-2000s. Super good guy. Uh, what's the name of this? Mount Calvary over in uh, Hookerton. Mount, Mount Calvary Christian Academy. Yep, he was a coach over there. I think he won. No, his wife won a state championship. Sarah won a state championship. I don't think he ever did. He went deep in the playoffs a couple of times. But happy birthday, Coach Fulcher. And, John Dawson, back-to-back perfect games, dude. I, I, I just say, I, I, I don't even know what to say. Hey, congratulations. Hey, we'll be back tomorrow on the – dude, I just don't even know what to say. We'll be back tomorrow on the birthday game. You're gabber-flasted. I'm very gabber-flasted. Uh, wait, what? Oh, yeah, you were – yeah, okay. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goeco Office Automation. And, again, back-to-back uh, perfect games for John Dawson as he is uh, rocketing here towards the end of November uh, with uh, a, a great birthday game performance. Man, I always enjoy having Christopher Bradshaw here in my studio. It's, it's all right talking to him on the phone. But uh, to be able to just talk to him face-to-face and just, uh, what a great coach, man. Kinston High is so doggone lucky to have such a great coach in uh, Christopher Bradshaw. And just, again, appreciate him coming in here this morning to uh, be a part of today's show. Uh, Well, that will wrap up today's show. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I want to thank our guests again. You just heard me talking about Christopher Bradshaw. How about Mark Panicelli in our first hour? Uh, He was a lot of fun as we took a look back at ECU and put the wraps on the football season with him. Probably going to do the same tomorrow with our first-hour guest uh, as Richard Clark will be joining us on our uh, Spence Automotive guest line to talk some NBA, talk some college hoops, a little NFL and all that too. Uh, And then in our second hour, we'll have Catherine Pearson and Jessica Cruz and a special guest from LCC will be joining us. Get us ready for all the great things that are happening this holiday season out there. Listen, have a great, great Monday. We will see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.